Welcome to We Are Live. It's Chris Denman live in Grand Center, St. Louis, Missouri at the Midcoast Studio, Midcoast.media for more information. You know it, you love it. I've also got Tommy the intern to my left. Good morning, Tommy. I've got Chris Gardner. He's the producer, voice of God extraordinaire, and check out that background he put together this morning if you're on the video stream. Good morning, Gardzi. Good morning, gentlemen in St. Louis, and good morning, Travis in Brooklyn, and good morning, Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, emphysema waits another day, my friend. Good Ooh. for you. Wow. I told you I once held my breath underwater for 2 minutes and 13 seconds. Travis Rell live in Brooklyn, New York. He's got them scooter lungs, bro. Emphysema? I said it waits another day. Emphysema? Mm-hmm. He's beating all of the uh, scheduled smoking diseases <laughs> one by one. Oh. He's just beating them down. Okay. All right. Yeah. He's okay. a modern I, medical I, I, mystery. I, I, Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do you want to spell that for you? No, 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 no. I, of all the options you had for diseases, uh, I didn't can know we, we why emphysema? you would on to emphysema. Well, he smokes about 900 okay. cases of cigarettes a day. I said I he's know. beating emphysema, and it has to do with lungs. Mm -hmm. And he just, he just showed Olympic-level lung capacity, so I had, to, uh, I had to take note to say, you know what? You got the, you got the blockage. I like it. Can uh, can we not talk about what diseases I might have? I mean, it's, that's not... I... We can get into Sugarfoot <laughs> right after this. Uh, <sighs> Travis Terrell, you're in New York. Good morning. How are you? I love the white shirt. Did you attend a, uh, a white ball of sorts this morning already? What? What are you... It's a Disney shirt. Mm, it's nice. House of Mouse shirt. Shout, Shout out. out to Mickey. What? What? Shout out to the Mickey. Hi, Mick. <laughs> hey. That's Mr. Mouse to you, sir. All That's right. true. That's offensive to the Irish part of me. Yeah. So I didn't, yeah. Uh, it got, it's getting a little weird already. Watch yourself. Uh, Tommy, racist as hell. <laughs> That'll happen. Uh, this oh. morning, pleased to be joined in studio by Benjamin Hockman in the second hour. You know him and love him from the St. Louis Post-Dispatch. His Twitter, always a great follow as well if you're following Mizzou sports, Cardinals, pop culture, and your St. Louis Blues, which play tonight. So we'll talk to Ben about anything and everything. And we have a special segment that Benjamin's going to head up, and Gardner can tell us about that. Yeah, we're going to do a little recasting call with Hockman. Normally we do this with Sam Lyons when we get a chance on some Fridays. Uh, but we're going to have Hockman recast one of his favorite shows. Seinfeld, with one of his favorite things in music, 90s hip-hop stars. So 90s hip-hop nice. stars recast in the show Seinfeld. I think that's going to go over well. Travis, you're going to be thinking about that? Does that excite you? I know you're a huge Seinfeld guy. You've said on many occasions, <laughs> Seinfeld greater than Martin in the all-time <laughs> TV list. Why you got to lie, man? Why are you gonna sit up here and just lie to our audience like that? Why? Why do you enjoy fibbing? It's like 
It's like you and Trump are running around in each other's bodies, and considering how large you both are, oh, it's a lot of running. <laughs> so I don't understand why 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 must you why must you tell untruths to our audience? Haven't they heard enough untruths from the people they admire in their life? Can't, and believe it or not, coyotes. Oh, see, it wasn't real coyotes, man. Bad hombres. They wouldn't put little Mexican babies inside their bellies and running across the border. That's Ooh. not how coyotes work. Oh. I used to be one. I would know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I did see Travis witness a coyote once on uh, 170 <laughs> in the oh boy, uh, greater I. Olivet area. And boy, was that oh, just that a was sight that. to see. Oh, oh! Right there. He was just right there. And Chris Chris was so proud because he had his little Farmington eyes on. And he saw it from like three miles away. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I've been looking at that thing for the last half hour, man. <laughs> Wake up. And, then I, and of course, it snuck up on my black ass. So I'm just like, oh, hey, 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 man, that's a large-ass cat. Mm-hmm. What? You couldn't smell it? Sometimes mm-hmm. cats smell I, it. I, yeah, Chris like knew to trace it and knew how to follow its trail and knew mm-hmm. to feed. I, I didn't realize it was that intense when it came to coyotes. Yeah, I picked that up, and uh, I expect more respect to be paid to me because of that. It was an impressive feat. Yeah. White boy, white boy that day. You did well. I was impressed. <laughs> speaking, of white, speaking of white people, we've got a great fair or foul today. Inspir- inspirational Facebook quotes from people whose lives are falling apart. That is your topic. That's right. Wall at weareliveradio.com, $10 to Southtown Pub. We have uh, some skinny arms flailing about in a uh, braggy, 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 braggy style in the studios, and that's one Thomas Mosslander III. I really like uh, Did you come up with this one? No, I didn't, but I really like this one. It's a good one, isn't one. it? Yeah. yeah, it is. Because, Travis, you know, we've documented through the entire uh, life of this show that you see somebody chop that hair off and they uh, dye their hair mm. orange, start dropping a few scriptures here and there. It's about to get a little bit manic in, uh, in the Facebook mm. world, is it not? There has to be someone of all the friends you have on Facebook, there has to be at least one individual that you can pick up the phone and call and let them know what's going on in your life. So I've never understood how people can proudly go to Facebook and post some of the misery that's currently going on in their life. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if I want people knowing all that stuff. That's my thing. I don't. You don't because, and then here's the thing, you you know people are going to judge you. You know people are absolutely going to judge you. So why would you expose yourself? Why would you bleed out to people who are absolutely in a group chat right now, letting everyone know how absolutely crazy you are? So what you're saying is don't be vulnerable. Not on Facebook. <laughs> we learn nothing from we social media. Yeah, We only tell people fun things that are happening. On I, our, I on choose our to media. do stuff like that on this show. Oh, I like to show my go. vulnerability on the show. That way I can at least create content for us. Uh, That's all I'm really Thank you, Gardner. So, you're welcome. I make puns on Facebook if I get sad. So if you ever see one of those, oh, no. hit me up. That's so, what happens? What's your tell, Chris? Well, I guess everyone will have a social media tell. So what's your tell, Chris? When Zero. do we know that old Zero shit anymore. is going through it? Zero anymore. I, I'm not participating in emotion on Facebook. It's not happening. It, it's, it's not. There's no upside... There's no nothing. You, I will carry my sadness deep inside my heart, <laughs> and you will know nothing of the sort 
except I might post something and like throw an extra exclamation point on it uh -huh. to you know throw a uh, throw an okie doke over here to make myself feel better. But yeah, there's there's nothing, and I I hate to re I regret to inform that because I wish there was something cool like oh, you bust out the uh, the old numa numa dance. Chris ain't feeling so great, but uh, I don't really have much of that because I, I remember thinking that a few weeks ago I almost like posted something then I was like ooh no I can't even mm -mm, nope too much I think um mine is you can tell I'm in a mood when I start uh like quote tweeting or tweeting at uh Josh Hawley and include Senator Flatbed in those yes. tweets that's when you yes I do know when yeah yeah oh uh, Joe Madden Joe Madden's pretty much Joe a strong Madden. tell for me on how your mood is if, if Gardner is going after the Cubs manager, like in a more aggressive way than usual, yeah. then he's pissed off about something. And that happened over the weekend too. Like, uh, cause Madden was all upset that Sean Doolittle, who's your the, boy. Yeah. Who's the yeah. face of the carte blanche movement on the player side. Joe Madden goes after him for his delivery thinking, Oh, you know, he, he's doing something that my guy got in trouble for. And then, Oh, I just, went keeper of the rules on him and had to let had to let loose and for the fact that Sean Doolittle stood up to him as well that just I mean I almost teared up when I saw all this <laughs> kind of stuff going on I was just in heaven at that point and I'm trying to remember what uh, Doolittle said about him because you know, actually, he basically asserted that he, uh, yeah, there second, it is. One second. What he said about him. You already had it ready, my friend. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes he has to remind people how smart he is and how much he pays attention to the game and stuff like that. So thank you. Hey, Gardner's, good segue. Getting, Gardner's getting that tattooed on his uh, forearm, <laughs> the highlighted portion for those of you watching. That's home. liberal arts. But you know uh, but you know, if a guy like Sean Doolittle, who again is as non-confrontational as anyone, a very diplomatic guy, even if he is outspoken, he's very diplomatic, but you know, you've pissed someone off like Sean Doolittle. Mm -hmm. And if you can piss someone off like Sean Doolittle, you know, you're, you're a tool. Yeah. He's a, he seems like a decent fella. And, uh, yeah, you could tell I was in a mood over the weekend once that happened. So yeah, yeah you're buddy. right. Yeah. So Madden probably. And Josh Hawley, when I start going in there, that's when I found myself in a mood, and I probably, I probably should step back, but I'm already <laughs> in. So what are you gonna do? What are you gonna? Do? I gotta stay on brand, right, Travis? Stay on brand. Stay on brand. Yeah. That's all. Denman, we care about. do you like watch more Marin episodes? Do you like? Do you binge watch Joe Rogan? You have a tell. I know you? Do you drink more caffeine-free coffee? How does? Do you take your dogs on extra long walks? Ooh, yeah, there you keyed on something there. Ooh. Yeah, I yeah, okay. yeah. When I'm like, when I feel like I've posted okay. one too many pictures of a dog walk, I'm like, oh, you're getting a little inspirational here. Take it easy. Okay, so I see. It's not, it's so not that Chris it's, it's not that I'm in the throes pictures. of it. It's not that I'm in the throes of it. I don't want it to look like I'm in the throes of it because I'm uh -huh. like, it is truly beautiful and captivating to be somewhere on a nice day. Dogs are enjoying themselves. You're seeing other people smiling. You're getting whatever dopamine, whatever how the hell's so the vitamin D <laughs> making you feel better. All of a sudden, you're like, well, am I swinging a little too positive for somebody who only kind of posts, I don't know, uh, promotional things online? <laughs> so it's more a, a precautionary measure than it is I'm truly trapped in a, a deep-seated depression. You're going. Maybe there's it. some of that, though. You're going through it Saturday, then. Saturday. See, that's the thing. I almost posted was, more. 
Yeah, there I almost was a posted lot. more. He's but that's a, but that's also you also have to think. He's that's all I dog. do. That's all I do. I have two dogs, and it's uh, you got to give them equal post time too. You don't want oh, people to think yeah. the other one died. Oh. Oh. Yeah. I have two dogs. Chris, what happened on Saturday? You want to talk about it? I mean, he, here's a form for it. Let's talk about it. Get Maybe it out, we... man, emotionally. What's oh, going on? Great day. Hug? Tommy. Great day. Tommy, give him got a hug. Got three loads All of laundry right, Tommy, done. Give him a hug. It was a big day. Give him a hug. Did over four miles. Did the uh, you you, did the walk it out. Did the. Uh, I'm not oh, there, Tom. No. Oh, there you go. He's much stronger than you'd think. Wow, what a grip. Hmm. Tommy, I'm not there, I, and I'm not gonna be there for at least a couple more weeks. Can you can you do me a small favor, Tommy? Yeah, what's up? It's because I'm not there, and I'm because what this is. I would normally do this if I was there. Can you give him a like a little a little on the cheeks? That's not little, true. Mm, I miss and you. That's, that's filed under harassment <laughs> that's normally... as well. And mm-hmm. that's, again, I just want to drive that home. It's only happened like six or seven times when we were drinking. And it's one of, uh, well, <laughs> those of you listening at home you, are Tommy. really missing out here. There's, uh, yeah, good. there's a lot good of food for you, Tommy. There you go. Here. Hmm. I, was yeah, gonna, I was trying to actually, I was thinking about you in the shower this morning, Tommy. Alright. Clip yourself off, please. Oh. Um, oh boy. I was thinking of how to make a t-shirt with just a design like this. Just hand over fist. Tommy's trademark handshake. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to figure out how to design something for Tommy where we can have a t-shirt where it denotes his trademark handshake. I'll, I'll draw it. Can you draw? I'm really good at art. Oh, that's right. You've shown me some of your art. Yeah. Okay, let's let's make this happen. All right. And that way I can stop. Kind of hold about on, man. Y'all shower. just y'all not going hold on, y'all not gonna bury the lead. What do you mean you you've shown him some of your art? I paint and I draw. He's gonna draw me on this couch in the studio. You're gonna paint him like one of your German girls? No, I'm not, and it's French girls. <laughs> Damn, I didn't know you had skills like that. He yeah, walks around with a notebook. What do you think? French girls. What do you, what do you think he's putting in that notebook? He's just walking around drawing women around the uh, Dot Zack building. Mm-hmm. Had to have a talk I with him. He was just coming up with different ways to have dick jokes. Mm. Well, that, that too. too. I mean, yeah. Sometimes you need a visual, though. Tommy, what's that? Tommy, can you send me your, photo, your, your art, please? Yeah, I'll send, I'll send you some now. I'll send you some oh, over on the you. air, and you can rate them. Oh, okay. Well, let's see if he okay, responds to it. Yeah, he will. Okay. All right. And I'm doing it now. Okay. Okay. I think I now want you to draw me on this couch. All right. It's not going to be great. I'm going to make here. Let me let me get your picture. No. I oh, so nasty. Don't take it. Oh, God. I want to pose for you. All right. On the couch. Oh, uh, and you have you draw me. That's weird. Well, yeah. But it'll be okay. Okay. I'll do that. Good. Mm-hmm. Uh, quick announcement. We've got a big giveaway, everybody. I'm excited about this. Our friend Amy, who works with uh, Hollywood Casino, we're uh, teaming up, Hollywood Casino, and we are live doing a little giveaway this morning. I want to go ahead and get this out there so you guys had enough time. If you share the stream this morning, you're entered to win. It's kind of a bonus, but there's also a status. You can tag a fan of The Who. This morning, we're giving away two tickets to see The Who at Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. That's here in St. Louis, Missouri. Travis, you familiar with The Who? They're legendary. I don't don't know what that is. This is a big deal. Uh, We're also giving away uh, VIP pre-show tickets, which includes food, drink, and a shuttle. Those are $50 values. 
Very exciting. Are those and, uh, guys that did the soundtrack for CSI? Yeah. If you wanna, yeah, yeah. If you wanna pigeonhole. Oh, okay. Why didn't you just Why didn't you just kick it off with that? Okay. Those guys. Now he's on board. And now he's on board. Travis, okay. will we get a share from you on the uh, on the uh, update post? Uh, yeah. Just make sure you guys let everyone know it's the guys who wrote the theme to CSI. Okay. Great. Uh, you you make it sound like they specifically wrote the song for the show, the way you phrased that. They did. How, how's that Hello, song go? Duh. How's that song go? Um, out here in the field. And then um, I think it's uh, David Caruso shows up and goes with Gary Sinise, and they jump out of a fiery helicopter, and then it's like, welcome to CSI. Yeah, that's CSI Isn't that in the York. song? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Right. Great. See, I know who the who is, baby. I know. We'll, we'll announce the winner uh, this afternoon around 2.30 p.m. So we made a post, and if you share that post, make sure you like the We Are Live Facebook page. But if you also share the stream this morning, that can be bonus entry or entry as well. So we thank you for listening to the show. This is a cool giveaway we can do. Hollywood Casino St. Louis is the place to be for and after every concert at the amphitheater with a full range of entertainment and dining options for concert goers to enjoy, including a 3,500-square-foot party patio at 99 Hops House. Throughout the season, 99 Hops House will host all-inclusive VIP parties for a number of concerts from 4 to 7 p.m. Just 50 bucks a person, food, drinks, convenient shuttle ride to and from the amphitheater with free parking, Hollywood Casino. Again, Hollywood Casino, and we are live, giving away a pair of lawn tickets today, Thursdays. Uh, highly anticipated, the Who concert, plus wristbands of the all-inclusive VIP party worth 50 bucks a piece, including food, drinks, and shuttle service. So, share the stream. Organic, Checking it out, everybody. Organic, organic growth. growth. That's all we care about. And CSI. Excuse mm -hmm. me. Sorry, and, Travis. And speaking of Travis, you, you know CSI Miami when uh, Horatio Kane would have mm -hmm. like a quick little quip at the beginning of each each show. Oh, I know, my friend. One week, one time, we went to Vegas and we annoyed the hell out of a Chris. Uh, a friend and I basically came up with snappy quips for about three straight days to the point. Or Chris wanted to punch us in the face. Can you give me an example? Um, gosh, it was so long ago. I'll tell you how. Go. I'll tell you. Oh, wow! Oh, every two seconds. <laughs> every two seconds. And they would fake that they would take their glasses off. Wow! Every two seconds on a four hour desert drive from Southern California to Las Vegas. I just, I and just then they need... would say, to the king of the north, every time they took a freaking sip of beer. And I didn't understand it, because I didn't watch Game of Thrones at the time. And it was per now, looking back, that was all right. That part was all right. Yeah, we would say something along the lines of Gardner to be like, uh, maybe it's too hot. Too hot to trot. There you go. That's all I really wanted. That's it. I'll risk the video getting pulled for that. That was great. <laughs> that was great. Tommy, you got one? I'm trying to think of one. Okay. Anyway. Oh. Oh no. Okay. No, I don't have one. Okay, yeah. What'd you pay for the, what'd one. you pay for those improv classes? <laughs> Over a lot. <laughs> fire and bam, bam. Tom, Tommy, use your glasses and say like uh, where there's smoke, there's fire or something. Yeah, where there's good. smoke. Now take you gotta take your Pause glasses there. off. Take glasses off. Look into the camera. There's fire. So we're giving away two tickets to The Who for this Thursday. <laughs>
They did the soundtrack. Uh, uh, yes, they certainly. Looks did. like this OJ wasn't worth the squeeze. If you all are listening at home, I just want to describe something to you. Uh, the beloved character Mickey Mouse is on Travis's T-shirt, <laughs> and Travis just did a little. A bass guitar? I don't know what you were doing oh, like there. an aggressive dance. It, it, it was something going on. I've never seen that poor mouse gyrate like that. Oh, no, stop it. Stop it. Oh, no. God. Why? What did Mickey do to you? Oh. Oh, he was kind of playing his ears and gyrating. and It was horrible. Oh, my goodness. Well, you know, we've got the giveaways. We're giving away 10 bucks to Southtown Pub for fair or foul. Lots going on, uh, but first, Travis, we do this melee, and this one picked up a little steam. The great Brendan Schaefer, our buddy uh, Matt Rocchio, got involved. Lots of comments. There's more opinions uh, on this than uh, anything that's involved the government in the last uh, decade plus. Game of Thrones has been uh, heated. The uh, post-show discussion, now there's hate on the haters and the haters, 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 haters. A lot of stuff going on. We put up a poll to uh, gauge results. Gardner, I don't know if you have the results, but uh, we like checking uh, Melee results the next day now. Yeah, it's our new trend. Uh, I do have the results. And the question, are you satisfied with the Game of Thrones finale? And then we uh, asked for votes and also your thoughts as well. Here's the percentage breakdown. 20%, they knew nothing. 23%, still deciding. 26%, yes, your grace. And 31%, absolutely not. Mm. That's the breakdown of those options, percentage-wise. Travis, I don't know if you got a chance to vote, but of those options, uh, what would be your, uh, your choice uh, this day, two days later? you got a little time to process and take in other reactions, which, uh, like it or not, that can definitely uh, affect how you th think about things. I saw an article about uh, the actor that plays Bran, who thought the script was a joke when he got it. <laughs> that kind of swayed me to be like, nope, I'm right in hating this. Uh, Travis, what would you uh, pick from those options, if you remember? I, I believe I chose I wasn't sure, because I had voted yesterday, and I did need a, another full day to completely process it. And now that I've done so, the finale was simply poorly executed. I think, again, you cannot leave opportunities to fully tell the story and, and leave it on the table. And I, and I think they made a terrible mistake at going with six episodes. Uh, I, I wish they had just taken the time to two more hours would have done that finale justice. At least a, a time to set up, a uh, time to execute. It again, just felt unnecessarily rushed. I think that's where mainly my frustration is. This doesn't take away uh, from the eight seasons of great television because it was eight seasons of great television. It's just the finale was, it was like someone decided to just throw in old bananas and some banana pudding. Like it was going to be, why didn't you just get fresh bananas, man? That's all you had to do. Just I get thought, some really nice fresh bananas. Is it, is it banana bread? That's You're supposed to for. use brown bananas? I yeah, think, but he yeah. said banana pudding. He did. Do we need a, yeah, banana pudding would be a little sloppy with some slimy brown bananas. Exactly. So Somehow just I don't... imagine your mouth is just ready to eat some very delicious banana pudding, but you got some old ass 
bananas in it, man. Just why couldn't you just go to the store and spend the extra sixty-five cent for fresh bananas? Why you? Why would you cut corners right there at the end? So that's my because, frustration. Because the person eating the banana pudding with you has to be somewhere else at noon. Mm. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I never thought that's a good point. That's exactly what this morning happened. When you guys are discussing Game of Thrones, that a banana pudding and fresh banana analogy would be used to describe mm. what happened in this final season. Man, why Actually, can't you I just got get fresh away. bananas? Gardner, I got carried away a couple nights ago with my uh, friends in some group chat chats, and that was the analogy. That was the PG analogy I settled on. Here are some other examples. Oh, uh, no. Now you're writing every. All you, oh, no. Yeah, he's I mean, a real oh, writer. No. He's a real writer. The world's right? not ready for your right. thoughts to be contained in anything <laughs> other than, than audio. When you're a writer, sometimes you have to write multiple endings. Real, this yes. is what he did. Real quick, yes. real quick, too. Is it tough being a screenwriter, especially when on black Twitter you communicate without words and more in emojis? Mm hmm. Hey, what were some of those other ones? Yes. Yeah, it's, oh boy. Glad, yeah, Gardner, I don't. I, something I don't, that popped in my head. In fact, I was in, I was in the fellowship yesterday, and I just wanted to explain how I was feeling in emoji form. And <laughs> no one in the class would have gotten it. Uh, I said, it's like buying a Tesla and keeping the factory rims. It's nice, but if you're going to drop 100K, you might as well deck that hoe out. Mm. Um, then I said, it's the same feeling I had when Mizzou missed out on the BCS Bowl. Cotton Bowl is very nice, but I wanted the trip to Miami and the Orange Bowl. Yeah. And then I said, uh, basically, it's uh, like finally getting Rihanna mm -hmm. to yourself for a night, but she hasn't shaved in three weeks. Okay. Like, you're not going <laughs> to pass it up, but <laughs> at the same time, you know... You could you trim it up just a little bit for your boy. Oh, no. So that's oh, wow. basically what it felt like watching Game of Thrones finale. It was okay, but you had been epic for eight seasons. Why not be epic for the finale? I didn't understand the decision. I'm reeling from your analogy still. I just mm. I, I like picturing a, a world in which you've talked about one person for nearly four years in, in a mm -hmm. problematic tone, if I may use your rhetoric. Sure, uh, sure. To think that you would have anything to say about <clears throat> growth or uh, stubblage um, mm -hmm. that would maybe even think, make you think twice. Like that's, I'm just trying to connect that in my head right now, and it's, it's hurting me a little. Could like I want to make an inspirational post on Facebook about it. Like I'm, I'm confused. Like Tommy, so... Okay. Who's the hottest woman on earth for you? My mom. Who's no, the hottest woman? No, no. 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 <laughs> no. That's not, you're not seven. Like, that's not, he and he said, said his hot. mom. His he mom is hot. what he said. Tommy. He didn't say beautiful. Try, he didn't say beautiful. Be he didn't say angelic. Oh, you you're trying it, not to be it, weird. It, you just got weird. Oh, no. Oh, no. What you I just turned it to Norman Bates, you freak. Tommy. What, what I meant by not weird is I didn't want to like objectify anybody. And my mom was the first thing that came to my head. Oh, oh. oh no. Oh, Tommy. 
Now, which gas station attendant is, is on the top of your brain as the hottest woman in the world? Tommy, huh? Which QT? See, uh, no, Tommy's analogy. Yeah. See, Tommy's analogy is the perfect example of the Game of Thrones finale. We were having a very <laughs> solid show <laughs> up until this point. It was flowing. It was hilarious. And then Tommy drops in with that turd of an analogy. <laughs> That's what <laughs> the finale felt like to a lot of Game of Thrones fans. Like, why would you do that, Tommy? Like, you are a comedian on the rise. You have great improv skills. The audience has said that you're one of the funniest, if not the funniest person on the show. Well, the and then when I ask you to name Twitter. someone hot, oh. when I, I ask you to name someone hot, you did. Yeah, and then like you Game turn around and say like that your mom is hot. Yeah. Like, that's I'm, I'm, gross. I'm hurting. Here's right here's here. You just called me a rising comedian. What if that was now, for now, a joke? No, 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 no. What no, if no, I thought no. it would get a laugh? This. It started didn't. This. It doubt, but you know what? You've opened up now the Travis box, not Pandora's. The Travis box. Uh -oh. that's a, that's now a I got to see a picture of your mama. Box. Uh, oh no! Now I got to oh. see the picture. No. Oh, you because yeah. Mm -hmm. Let me see it. Uh, She's fine. You know, if, if oh, I make. Okay. Gardner, can you go to um? No. Can you go to the Brooklyn camera? No. Go to the Brooklyn camera. She watches the show now. I don't know if there's a... so... Good, good, good. Well, she hasn't watched long enough to Tommy, bring back wait, Tommy Mom. Do you, want, do you want it just like just on you? Is that what you're saying? Here? I mean, oh, yeah. Oh, give yeah. me the big one. Oh, give me the big no. one. Let's, let's explode this back. Oh, yeah, no. here we go. No, hang on. Uh, While you're doing uh, that, we have a comment go. from. Uh, the... I'm still there, though. I'm still there. Hold <laughs> on a second. Hang on. Let's, uh, let's work this out. I've got a comment from uh, a listener. Uh, he goes by the Black Sheep. It's almost like HBO could have laid out a nice wardrobe for the week, but chose to wear a Parkway North hoodie every day instead. Yeah! If Facebook pulls this video, <laughs> I would be, I would be in luck. Oh my gosh! Okay, Travis, I'm gonna give. Are you we the giving camp. it a whirl? Yeah, hold All on. All right, we're giving it a whirl. Let's give it a go. <sighs> Hello, Tommy's mom. How are you doing today, baby girl? Hope everything's going well. Hope you're having a great day. Hope you're enjoying that lovely coffee of yours. I just want to let you know, you're the most beautiful woman that Tommy has told me about. Take care of yourself, girl. Wink. Who just opened that door? <laughs> <laughs> you're not going to have me focused in audio. You're not going to have me focused in visually on you. And not pick up that somebody opened got, the door in the background. He's got misophonia all oh, the way man. from Brooklyn. Mm, mm, what the mm. F? That's impressive. Chris. I need answers. <laughs> That's impressive. It's like that. Chris, that we are literally 958 away. miles away. We are. Mm -hmm. You're a good 16 hour drive away Vice from just, here, and you just. Vice wow. just did a big write up on misophonia Chris, too. I felt. I felt. Finally, I felt represented. Chris could have. Did they really? Yeah. Chris, <laughs> thanks for following the We Are Live page. I didn't see that one. I'll have to. <laughs> I posted it. On Chris we could have been like, like you'd be like the most. You'd interrupt. This is if why you I were a reporter. Yeah. You'd be like, Greitens is resigning. I'm resigning. Mm -hmm. My office as governor of the state of the great state of Missouri. Oh, who opened that door? <laughs> Where's it? Did you? <laughs> hey, 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 Eric, hey! Did you hear that? Pick up that paperclip you dropped. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. He was like, I'm, I'm, I'm quitting here. No, I heard a door. Hmm. Yeah, I think we should send you out more. Yeah. Just well, to interrupt things. You going to answer the question, Travis, or should we just move on? Oh, he frees up. <laughs> oh, he freezes up at the perfect time. Oh, there he is. He's back. Oh, there it is. 
if I may, since we have a little break in the action here, a quick reminder, share the stream this morning. You're entered to win two tickets to The Who, and that's a VIP uh, pre-party as well, included in that, which is free drinks and uh, the like. I do want to remind everybody, tickets to uh, Mia Jackson this Thursday, still some available. It's going to be a hell of a time. It's at the Grand Center uh, it's in Grand Center at the Cranesburg Art Center studio, right up the street, 501 North Grand. Mia Jackson, you know her from Last Comic Standing. She was in the movie Mother's Day. She tours with Amy Schumer. We have an intimate evening set up, uh, just limited tickets available. There's a few left. Libby Higgins, Sarah Perry coming down from Chicago. She was a uh, Parkway kid growing up here in St. Louis, and she's now regular at the Laugh Factory in Chicago. So a uh, celebration of women in comedy. That's Mia Jackson headlining. Tickets online at uh, Ticketmaster. Get those. They're, uh, they're moving quick, and it's going to be a hell of a time. We're excited about that again. Marvelous Mrs. Mia. If you have some vintage clothes like they would wear in uh, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, wear them out. Maybe we'll uh, hand out some prizes for that, too. I know some people are excited about uh, some cocktails and some fashion as well, Travis. Travis, uh, I was actually uh, telling Mia, she's coming here. She's in New York right now, too. And uh, I was going to ask that question. Is she based right now in L.A. or New York? But you say she's in New York, so you have no choice whatsoever to give her my number. Oh, I mean, you can go see her at the Comedy Cellar tonight. She goes, oh, have him stop by. And she'll wave at you. Oh, she's at this. Okay, hey, I got an. I actually got an evening to myself tonight, so I may actually do that. You Tell her, um, put 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 your boy on the list. Oh, I, I don't know if, I don't know if your your name carries any weight out there like that. Do you do you feel like you're list worthy? <laughs> uh, I don't know if you noticed, but uh, kind of a screenwriter for a little network called HBO. <laughs> maybe maybe you've heard of it. Remember whenever he corrected is what the, he the kids in the industry me? call it corrected me real hard the other day real hard the other day for uh yeah that's different this credits. is for personally this is for me getting hooked up now with free stuff okay wait you've learned from As the Gardner school of would say, i yeah, have yeah. an agenda yeah, okay. i can't argue that's that i would like to use it in this i case. can't argue that when you started saying that the first three words out of your mouth i saw you were going and all i could do was nod and be like yeah i agree mm. i agree with travis on this one there is no doubt that's exactly what you do well done travis Terrell. So, so, Chris, if you don't mind, I, uh, considering I, how I have allowed you into the black community, so I've, I've opened doors for you, if you wouldn't mind, you know, oh reciprocating and, and allowing me to uh, get that comedy stuff. That would make me look like a boss, too, because that means I can just walk up to the front and people are going to be like, damn, who that, who that really cool, tall, sexy black guy with that Midwestern accent? Who, who is he? And so that'd be really nice if you can just do that for me, Chris, considering all that I've done for you. Uh, oh, interesting. So wait, so on the mm -hmm. list of uh, entrants, Mia will get you in. It'll be Travis and like seven hot juniors from NYU that the dude comedians uh, put on the list, right? Yeah. You'll be in the like the ladies area, like the uh, the side piece area. That's how I like imagining you. So wear something You're cute. You're a wag, by yeah. the way. You said you were tall. Thank you. Uh, I'm not, and I'm taller than you, so... Mm -mm. You're, you're I'm not taller. Okay, Tommy. Absolutely now you're just no. Oh, okay. no you're absolutely that not taller insulting. than me. You're actually, an idiot. I, that was insulting, idiot? Chris. Chris, see, I had Tommy give you a hug earlier. Can you do me a favor and slap the taste out of Tommy's mouth right now? Um, I I would do it if I was uh, there, but I can't. Can you just reach I can't over reach him. and just slap him? Please? I can't reach him. G Gardner, can you? Gardner, do you mind slapping Tommy? Okay, there you go. He mm. got a little slap. Oh, ow. It's kind of sensual, okay. actually. Thank you, guys. I feel weird Tommy, how tall? You're five nine, aren't you? I'm 
Okay. Travis is all of 6'1". Is he? I'm I taller than you. I thought I was taller than Travis. Absolutely. Maybe not. I'm wrong. All right. No, he's usually just laying Somebody's on the couch so when he's I'm here. I'm imagining things, I guess. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. Yeah, but yes. so am I. <laughs> you, that's the Tommy and couch. And soon yeah, I will Tommy be too couch. when Tommy oh, wow. draws me on the couch. Oh, no. That's, not, that's right. troubling. Uh, we do have some comments we need to get to. Uh, people are excited about Benjamin Hockman coming in. Uh, Billy Fatpants says everybody stinks. Uh, Enrique, hello. Uh, mm-hmm. Other things coming in. Oh, uh, Jamie Moyer's fancy foyer saying, Good morning, Walnuts. Happy birthday, Riz. And these AM and the PM while free dotaming. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> very, very kind Did he get of them him. All? Yeah, yeah. Very kind Did of him. Get them all? Yeah. I, one of these things is not like the other. <laughs> He just dropped, he just literally dropped like 17 morning show phrases on us. <laughs> Real yeah. So what is ours? Is ours racist as hell? I mean, of course you'd make it about you. Um, Probably Walnut. Chris, uh, what creative thing have you come up with recently? I didn't hear that part, Chris. What oh, did you nothing. come up that was There's creative? Just a, nothing. Not one thing. And I was uh, wondering uh, if you had time to knock out some sales calls today so I could come up with some good material that we've been lacking. Well, that's what it is. That's what it. Mm-hmm. That's what you know. It's almost like I have to put myself. It's almost like I have to put myself emotionally on the line to creatively pitch your stupid ass every <laughs> day of my life. And there's Chris's inspirational Facebook quote. No, no, no. See, that's, there it is. That's, that's the motivation. What you know, a, that's what you know, Chris. That's what you know. Chris is in a mood when he has to drop the sales talk. When he has to tell everybody he's got to get on a phone call for 48 minutes and send 27,000 emails. And he has to, when he tells you that, that means Chris is in a mood. It's not even a mood. Now, see, you guys are right. That is the fuel. But the, the end game, like the result, is now going to be scripture with a picture of a kitten. Like you, you're, you're getting it a little jumbled. Thank you for respecting the process. But that is the process. And then. You want the end post. That's what will happen. Somebody Colossians uh, seven three. Who uh, oh, is that who, a thing? No, I don't think cl- it is. close enough. Colossians. Yeah. Did you just name an X Man villain? <laughs> pretty, sh- pretty, sh- pretty sure uh, they quoted Colossians in uh, wedding uh, wedding crashers. So I'm sorry, guys. Um, we had a comment in the Facebook uh, area there. Enrique, hello. Hello. I just hadn't got to play that in a while, and they mentioned it, so you're yeah, welcome. That was a nice pull. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of, on my uh, way to the Sesame Street offices yesterday, I um, again walked past Trump International, and there were people on the lower patio, and they were people of color. What? And I wanted to tell police? them, get your dumb ass off that patio, making a fool of yourself. I don't even know why they were there. They're probably not even guests because it's like a public patio, so you can just post up there and smoke. But oh. I was, I was, I was really like, "Hey, you, you look stupid. Get down from there." Do you feel like you've become more liberal since you've been in New York? Oh, no doubt about it. There's yeah, it no doubt way. about it because I'm surrounded by it. Like people yeah. are openly aggressive. No, he's they're aggressive. comfortable with it up here. Well, they're very, they're, they're not, they're not both sides up here. Thank God. Like they actually have convictions. Like they're up here where they, and they've seen, look, they've been around Trump for, you know, they've been around Trump for multiple decades. So they know his behavior. They, they've, they've read about him in the paper and seen him around town for decades. So they, they can speak to his behavior better than probably anywhere else in the world. So they know he's a con man. And so they're more comfortable expressing how much of a con man he really is up you know, here. And it just warms my soul. Like every time I hear somebody like trash Trump, 
in the media up here. Like, I I feel like my beard grows an extra two and a half inches. It just makes me so proud to be around these people who actually, who, who know a con man when they see one and for them to express that every day. There's no one here that does not feel free in expressing their disdain for Donald Trump. And I, I this is one of my favorite parts of being in New York. I, um, I remember in sixth grade, it was board game day. It was my turn to bring a board game. In your special classes? Um, I don't know what class it was. They I had to do remember. things to distract you, to keep you from yeah, eating, maybe. The, eating the wallpaper. Uh, that's a fair assessment. Um, but I actually owned Donald Trump's board game as really? a youth. Yes. And how fitting is this? Travis just excommunicated you. How fitting is this? Is that I used to cheat to try and win at that game. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> That's really funny. You Roy Cohn, the Donald Trump board game. So I was cheating just like he would. I was cheating at, at the board game to try and win. I was like, I'm not going to lose this game. That is I brought the greatest in, irony of all time. In fact, Gardner, I'm going to steal that and find a way for that to get inside of one of my screenplays. Please, that oh, God, that's wonderful. That. One of. How many you juggle yeah, in there, really, uh, Thank Dorkin? you. Oh, I, just, uh, I, brought, I really got a few in the works right now. I got a few in the works. It, it just Yesterday I'm, was the first time I had to... Um, I had to not only read my premise in front of people, but I actually had to get uh, reviewed and critiqued. And it is a, it was the first time I've ever had to do that in a writer's room setting. And it was, wasn't bad. I really feared the worst, but to, to have professionals in the room actually take the idea that you came up with and then break it down and, tell you some of the things they understood and the things that they did not that that I'm imagining that's what it feels like I guess for a lot of these college football players that get ready for the combine Mm -hmm. where they have to get you know prodded and probed and measured and it's an uncomfortable feeling at the same time you know this is what you signed up for and and that's kind of what it felt like yesterday in that room so it was truly a surreal experience it was very um I don't know if anybody's ever been through something similar like that. I've anyone editing your work is always weird to me because it's just very a vulnerable experience for a writer. But yesterday was probably one of those moments where I was just like uh, freaking out in my soul and hoping not to completely collapse in front of all these professionals. But I did okay, boys and girls. Travis survived, and uh, the professionals only had a few notes. I didn't have a ton of notes, so uh, I'm on my way Were those to an notes- Emmy. Hmm. I those, have a question after Tommy. Were those notes uh, constructive mostly for the most part? No, the, they actually, here's the unique thing, Tommy. They actually teach you how to give notes too, a part of the fellowship. Mm-hmm. And so it wasn't uh, people saying, you know, this sucks or you should do this. It was, it was all constructive. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, have you thought about this? Uh, how about you try this with the character or Uh, In the case of a a couple of my instructors, you don't need this. This is fat. You can trim that because it kind of distracts from the story. So they were all very constructive notes. And I was happy to take them. I was happy to receive any notes because, as I said, this fellowship is uh, full of people who are not only experienced screenwriters, but very talented screenwriters. So I was happy to get all the feedback I could take. What was it like having a discussion where you didn't scream back immediately whenever they brought up uh, points? Because it was constructive and because I am a professional, 
Because I'm literally physically and uh, professionally scared of the folks in the room, I took, uh, I took some advice. Is that what you meant to say? No, I think in this instance, uh, it was constructive. So it wasn't, again, people He's saying, He's like, He's gonna I, don't, I, don't, I don't get it, man. Like, I don't understand. Like, what's that mean? Like, it was people who, who came with real questions about the character uh -huh. and the plot development and structure. So people who actually knew what the hell they were talking about. So when you're in the room with people who actually know what the hell they're talking about, you would be wise to listen. And so, as I've said before, I have fellows who've gone to Harvard School of Education, fellows who've already got things produced and shown at Tribeca. Uh, there are animators who've worked with Nickelodeon. Um, so when you're in a room of those type of people, you're going to be, you're going to want to accept some of the things that they give you as notes because I think their credentials speak for themselves. Mm. Travis Rell joining us live from New York, uh, right here in St. Louis, Missouri. Gateway Powder Coating makes uh, his connection possible. They sponsor us. That means you support them. Number one resource for powder coating Whoops. in the Midwest. Gardner, look up. No, no, no. Keep yourself there. Look up at the arch. Hey, Gardner, you can see the arch. In the Gateway Powder Coating logo. Fast, durable, affordable. Gatewaypowdercoat.com for more information on capabilities. Again, Mark and the team, big fans of Travis, of ours. They even like Tommy. Be sure to support them because they support us, everybody. It's very, very, very important that you uh, support all the folks that support us. Real quick, Doesn't Black like Sheep me. says, don't be late is constructive, and you sure showed pushback on that criticism. <laughs> <laughs> Black sheep's on fire today. I, uh, I think he's. But comment. again, is it coming from people who have the credentials to say so? Oh God. So yeah. maybe oh, God. if those people didn't lack certain credentials, oh, God. I would absolutely we, be more oh, receptive no. to showing up. We on can time. all oh, no. tell you to be on time. Oh, we have the no. credentials to yeah, be on time. <laughs> there he is. He finally broke, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> to your answer, to your questions that I get on a weekly, daily, monthly basis, he broke. It's a character, people. <laughs> You can finally it go was back. A, it was a cool moment, though, yesterday, and I think you guys would appreciate this. Uh, well, and one of the instructors yesterday was uh, the amazing Brown Johnson. So you may not be familiar with who Brown Johnson is, but you're certainly familiar with her work. She's responsible for everything that you saw on Nickelodeon in the early 90s. Mm. So from Rocco's Modern Life to Doug, uh, Dora the Explorer, like uh, Little Bill, Little Brother, like all those shows that you grew up with in the early 90s, she was the producer for, and she was the instructor yesterday uh, at the Sesame Street offices, and she's an amazing woman. And to, to, again, be in the room and getting instruction and hearing some of the things that she's had to go through as one of the gatekeepers. She is considered, I, some would say, the godmother of children's television. She has been so responsible for your entire childhood. It was funny, she walked in and we have to prepare a pitch, um, a personal pitch, so we have to tell ourselves, tell a quick story about ourselves, and then of course, the stories that we're going to pitch, and she had the coolest one, and she walked in, uh, this amazing woman, and she said, hi, I am your childhood. And she was right. That's a that's a cool moment for someone to walk into the room and tell you that everything that you grew up watching, she was uh, had a hand in or was responsible for. So, so um, that was really neat. Well, I get the same kind of response she got and commanded from your group as if, like, let's say I just walk into my local watering hole this afternoon 
mm-hmm. just stare at everyone mm-hmm. and look at him and go, hi, I am your childhood. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Would yeah, I, I don't know what work. I, I would imagine the cops would be called. Okay. I would probably have you immediately escorted from the premises, yeah. but that's just me. Okay. I just wanted to see. I wanted to um, ask Travis and Tommy something here. And uh, Travis, you were actually talking about the Trump International Hotel or whatever earlier. How far is um, how far is Fox News headquarters from there? Do you know? Have you seen? It's that uh, it's it's. Don't act like I, you I know where it is it. located. Mm-hmm. I know. <laughs> I do know where it is. It's about uh, about six to ten blocks from Trump oh, International. So not too far. Well, we've been talking lately. No, no, not crazy far. We talk a lot. We need to really get better at executing this, but we want to do more man on the street stuff. And I know it's more difficult with you in New York right now, but we've uh, talked about doing some stuff with Tommy and uh, maybe we could learn from cable news networks when they do man on the street stuff. And so I thought, you know, maybe we could take a look at some video here of uh, from Fox and friends, uh, Steve Ducey attempting to do a man on the street segment where Boy, I, that last name had to be rough and middle. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah. Uh, Deucey of a last name. Yeah. Nice, Tommy. I hope he does it. Just gonna get pulled. <laughs> um. So, what was I saying? Deucey of a last name. Da da da. He's on the street. Man on the street. They were trying to. He was trying to go out and talk to people about. Uh, New York potentially fining people for using their cell phones while walking now. And uh, let's see if he executed this properly. Let's grade this and see if we can critique. You know, Travis, you got critiqued yesterday. Why don't, why don't we do the critiquing here, this go-round, and see what you would have done as a person who was attempting to be interviewed and also what you would have done as the interviewer here. So let's, let's take a look here. Gotcha. We've been watching all sorts of people walking by with their texting device. Excuse me, ma'am. Texting Hello? Device. Hello? Excuse me? Hi? Can I ask oh. you a question? Um, yeah. it'll, it'll just take a second. Okay. I see you're walking through the crosswalk with your phone. Yeah. How often do you look at your phone uh, with a text and things like that? Um, I try not to. Often. You may be. Going forward, you could get fined $250. Is that a bad idea or a I, good idea? I really don't want to. Okay. I don't think she has. She's in a hurry to go to work. Okay, this guy right over here. Oh. Hi, how are you? Looking at this guy right here. See, he's using his uh, phone through. Hi, excuse me. Can I ask a question? Oh, can you no. tell that New York City is a very busy place? Oh. It is indeed. All right. Uh, meanwhile, we got all these people. They're going to work. Keep in mind, if you're working in New York City at uh, 9 o'clock, you got uh, 20 minutes to go. And so everybody's in a big hurry. Now, right over here, AJ, here's a guy. I'm going to surprise him. I'm going to oh, yeah. see if I can get his attention. Excuse me. That's, that's Excuse me, sir. Wise. Hi. Excuse me. Got air can I ask you a question? Hmm. Come on. Let's go across oh, the street. Now, all the people who By the way, Steve Ducey was just about to jaywalk. Their phones could be subject to a $250 fine going In fact, forward, they are. But it looks Steve Ducey was jaywalking. So far... From the people on the streets of New York City. Let's just talk to this guy. Not one Hi, friendly face. Excuse me. Can I ask you a question? Everybody's busy. Sure can't, dork. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
first of all, if you are going to try to pull that off, he should not have a mic flag that reads Fox and Friends. Like he, they, yes. he may, he may have gotten away with it if it said Fox News, maybe. But you're definitely not going to get too many New Yorkers to stop and talk to you if your mic flag reads Fox and Friends. Yeah, I was gonna say. It, it, Obviously, you want the the notoriety of your network and and getting it out there, but you, I think you're over you're overvaluing <laughs> what you think people are going to think is interesting to talk to you about. And boy, that just uh, man, he mm, short of physically stopping and getting in front of somebody, he he had nothing. I like what he said. Uh, I'm gonna surprise this guy. Yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah, that's a great that. idea. Tab him and surprise yeah. him real quick. Yeah, surprise him. Let's let's test that head movement. On yeah live tv you got a you got a good counter let's I, how's this gonna work i noticed he didn't go up to any people of color travis when trying to Coward. <laughs> can you yeah that actually toast yeah that was probably steve Ducey's smartest move there not to go up to people of color so during the man on the street it was just it was just so odd because i i get what he's trying to do i get why it's a story for fox uh, they basically want to talk about, you know, the nanny state here in New York and, you know, finding people. But the idea behind it is that there have been numerous accidents and several fatalities recently of people just not paying attention when they're crossing streets because people are looking at their phones and they're mm -hmm. getting hit. So they're obviously trying to discourage people to, you know, be on their phones when they are at least at the crosswalks. They understand that people make phone calls and People need it sometimes for maps or how to get to trains, but they're trying to crack down on people doing it at crosswalks. So it's kind of silly for Fox to try to go after New York's nanny state when what they're trying to do is prevent people from killing themselves when they're crossing the street, which happens, unfortunately, a lot here in New York. And he didn't have a Cubs jersey on, right, Tommy? That was where he really messed yeah, up. Yeah, that, that was a problem. Can you go back to the beginning <laughs> of the video really quick? What are you trying to do to me, Tommy? Tommy, you're... I, I'm asking. Oh if you can, it's you're all right. Gonna, Hold listen, on. Here can, we go. Here if we you can, it's all right. You want to see a breakdown? Like, there's expensive equipment in here. Thanks. Yeah. It's like electronics. Like, this so, could get bad. Right, I only... Yeah, I'm ready. We've been watching all, right, all sorts of people walking by with their texting devices. So I didn't know how to pronounce his name before I saw this video. Oh, mm -hmm. no. So to me, it just said deuce on the loose. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Leave it to the intern to speak for everybody. I mean, we were all thinking it. I mean, yeah, I would Tommy like on this one. This is just pointing out farts again by yeah. Tommy Mossland. Well, and they <laughs> really should have just like they should have named it something else. Also, yeah, I agree with you. When you do man on the street stuff, you can't do it live because nobody cares about you, and so it's yes. gonna take hours for you to find somebody nice enough to actually want to talk to you, mm -hmm. especially look when you look like Steve Ducey. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Fair fair exactly right. How would you And then like to the point he pointed it out throughout his story, which I didn't understand at that point. Why would he continue? Uh and you saw on the Chiron it read eight thirty-seven. You're yeah. in the heart of rush hour in New York City. That's no one's terrible. gonna imagine you running late for work and your boss looks up at the TV screen. The reason why you're late <laughs> is because you're doing a man on the street exactly. with Fox. So why would why would why would you think that would be a good idea? Like we you really people need their jobs here in New York. Cost I of living is insane. So they're not gonna ruin their job because they stopped to talk to Steve Ducci 
on TV about freaking jaywalking and talking it's, on your phone. It's doocy, Travis. I, I thought you were going to yeah, do like that. one of your Steve liberal Dookie. things and say douchey or something like that. Mm-hmm. I also um, love how he was just like, AJ, AJ, get up to that guy. Yeah. Get up to that guy, AJ. Hey, let's cross the street because this is going so well. Um, I wish you could have been the one that they went up to at least. Like, if, mm. if, you, if you ended up being like, Steve is like, all right, I'm going to try this one time. And you're like, you're his token to try this on or something like that. Um, and all you, what, how would you have reacted? Because what, what I would want from you, your reaction is simple. Is he asks you the question and you just stare at him and don't say a word. Eyes big and just stare Ooh. at him and just see what he would do. Ooh. So now I, I kind of want you to be on a Fox News man on the street now. Just to see your eyes bulge and just stare at the person doing it. So if that ever happens, okay. Now, now I may hover around Fox okay. News headquarters just for that opportunity. We want you on Fox News for that purpose. Don't they need a waiver too to show those people on TV if they're going to talk to them? Is they, that could, a thing? they could have them in the general I, area. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I know the yeah. Rules they can do that. that, but 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 again. Nice. But again, what? Just how I like whenever Travis makes a point. <laughs> frozen up. Perfect. Uh, it's a good time to remind you guys that Buzz's Wine Grill supports the show, so you support them. Check out Facebook and see their locations throughout the city. That's Buzz's Hawaiian Grill. Get them for lunch. It, uh, it'll warm me up a little bit. It's been rainy. Hey, there's Gardner. He's inside the ad. <laughs> Perfect. I'm inside all of them now. That's right. That's Buzz's Hawaiian Grill. You Wait, can, should uh, I pose? Find them throughout. Yeah, so, there you go. Yeah, that's good. Eating some. What are you eating? You eating some poke over there? Poke. A little masubi? That's right. Authentic Hawaiian food right here in St. Louis, Missouri. <laughs> uh, we've got Benjamin Hockman joining us next hour. Uh, Travis, uh, real quick, um, w- would you please finish, I guess, your thought on how you would handle a Fox News uh, inclusion into the man on the street? You cut out on us for a Yeah, small. you cut out. Get your bitch ass away from me. Okay. Okay. That'll That's do what it. That's I would have done. Uh, yeah. Again, a uh, reminder, show this Thursday with Mia Jackson headline and get tickets online at MetroTix. Guys, we'll take a quick break, get Gardner some menthol. Let's make it happen. Thanks for tuning in on the live stream. Be sure to share your inner to win two tickets to see the who this Thursday, Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. Quick break. We'll be right back from Midcoast Studio. <laughs> 